Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello everybody, welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. Another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. My friend and guest today, Randy Scott, is a coach. He's an author. He's, uh, is it okay if I say, an enlightened human being. Love that. Have we achieved enlightenment? We never do. <laughs> no, well, it's a process, <laughs> it isn't is. it? It's always a process. It's not an event. It's a process. It's definitely a journey. But I can tell that you're well on your way. Uh, through that journey, and you've had some powerful experiences to yes. teach you a lot of things. Randy, thanks for being here today. Thank you. Your book, Zen Powerment. Love that. <laughs> We're going to see if we can get Zen powered today, huh? Love that. Yeah, absolutely. Zen Powerment. Um, this is a reflection of some of the principles and um, and experiences that have led to. Uh, your current understanding of what helps us get out of our own way and lead a more fulfilled life. So give us just a little bit of the background, will you? Absolutely. Paint the picture for us. So my backstory is uh, growing up, uh, I always thought I was going to die when I was 33. Don't know why. For some reason. For some reason. Yeah, it was just stuck in my mind. You know, and as a teenager, you know, you just do teenager things. You don't think a lot about it. Uh, but when I was 22, I got married, and I thought, wow, I've got 11 years left. And yeah. it, kind of, it kind of hit me hard. It's like you're two-thirds of the way there. Yeah, yeah. And so I created a bucket list. It's like, if I've got 11 years, what am I going to get done in the next 11 years? i got to get cracking. Yeah. And wow. so I created this bucket list, and I wanted to live around the world and travel. I wanted to skydive and scuba dive and buy an airplane and, you know, whatever I had on my list. And, yeah. And um, I did all those things. I lived in Europe. I lived in Singapore. Uh, bought an airplane. Did all those things. And uh, I got my list done. And it was really cool. Wow. And when I was 33 years old, I bought a motorcycle. And three days after I bought the motorcycle, I come home from work and dinner wasn't ready, and so I said, hey, I'm going to take this bike up the mountain. Uh, we lived right close to North Ogden Pass in Utah, and so I went up. Wait, wait, wait. You bought a motorcycle when you were 33, mm-hmm. knowing that that's when you were going to check out. You know, I, I had <laughs> motorcycles growing up, and so it wasn't a new thing. It I was just doing the math, yeah, Randy. I'm yeah. thinking. <laughs> but anyway, so you took it up the mountain. Yeah. and so I took it to the very top of the pass, and I knew I didn't have a lot of time, so I turned around and started coming back down. Mm-hmm. And, and the next thing I remember um, was, well, the next thing that I remember was I opened my eyes, and I see this white... And I hear this humming, and I thought, wow, this is it. You're in the tunnel. You're... I was in an MRI. <laughs> you were literally in the tunnel. Yeah, I was in the tunnel. With the light. Yeah. Wow. So I had wrecked my bike. Um, someone called 911 and found the bike down there, and I was about 50 feet up the mountain. And so I didn't die. 
And, you know, you'd think that that would be a huge relief. But uh, after that happened, I kind of got lost. I really got lost. I, um, I quit my job. I got a divorce. I just, you know, went through a bunch of things. It was, it was, it was crisis because it's like what I had planned or what I had expected didn't happen. And a couple years after that, I just thought, wow, I've got a second chance, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what would you do if you could start all over right now? Just like reset. Yeah, complete reset. And so I decided to just research and research. And my passion is this fusion between like science mm-hmm. and spirituality. Yeah. And so different sources of truth. Yeah, exactly. And so what I did is I spent the last 18 years um, searching and reading and studying. And uh, I spent time with the, the shamans down in Peru and I learned from Native Americans and I studied, you know, Hinduism and Buddhism and all kinds of philosophies and everything else. And I just kind of grabbed what resonated with me mm-hmm. and, and that became empowerment. And I thought, wow, this is way yeah. too good to keep to myself. And now you're on a quest to share it. Yeah. Yeah. My vision is to impact millions of lives with his empowerment. You've got reasons to know what you know now. Mm. Through your experience, through your studies. Tell us a little bit about this Zen empowerment. What is this? So one of the biggest things that showed up for me as I was writing the book, I was actually doing a lot of one-on-one coaching. Mm-hmm. And I would coach CEOs and senior level people. And as I was writing the book, I knew it resonated with me, but there was one aspect that was resonating with other people. And it's the concept of standing in your power. Yes. Right. And we give away so much of our power that we don't even recognize. And so since that became something that was so prevalent with my coaching, mm-hmm. I actually made changes to the book. I had, I had, I've always had seven principles, but I consolidated two of the principles and I had standing in your power as a principle of its own. It was woven throughout, Mm -hmm. but it became so prevalent and apparent that this is what people needed to hear. And it's what impacted their lives the most. So the concept of standing in your power um, is, is what came out and, and the, the title's empowerment. I'm kind of a Zen guy, you know, I've got long hair, kind of a hippie looking guy. And you got um, the Zen shoes I've on, got Randy. Zen empowerment shoes. Thanks to my lovely sweetheart. Yeah. Um, and so it just resonated with me. And so it's, it's creating power. So one of the things, one of the, the comparisons or, um, examples that I like to give is, you can stand in your power like a, a lion. Uh-huh. Or you can also stand in your power like a mountain. Yeah. Both of those are powerful and both have different purposes. Right. And for me, I lean more towards the mountain. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more of a mellow. I'm not kind of the alpha, ma- the alpha male type of person. Mm-hmm. And so the Zen empowerment kind of resonated with me. Yeah. Standing in your power, uh, a phrase that I think of often also is getting out of your own way. Yes, yes. One of the things, so I've actually, in my mind, I've got the next two books that I'm going to write, 
and one of them is called... You shouldn't ever start writing, <laughs> Randy. It's, it's just... It's addictive. <laughs> oh, once you're into it, you're in. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I know. Um, so, uh, so one of my mentors is Richard Paul Evans. And, yeah. you know, he sold 30 million books. He's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's been key in helping me move my, my book forward. But what he writes is fiction. But yeah. it's, a lot of it's tied on his life experiences and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was meditating one day. And this, this beast came to my mind. And so my, my, my book that's going to be my third book is called The Battle with the PF Beast. And the PF Beast is an acronym... And this goes back to getting out of our own way. Mm-hmm. So our P is our programming and our past. Mm-hmm. The F is for our fear and our future. Okay. Our B is our body and our brains. The E is our emotions and our ego. A is attachment. S is stories. And T is our thoughts. Nice. And when we talk about getting out of our own way... These are all tools mm-hmm. that we have, but we collapse them onto ourselves and we think that that's who we are. Right. Right? As if we are our story. Exactly. And when yeah. we create that separation, then we're able to get out of our way. And so that's why through this fictional, I'm going to have this beast as this separate thing mm-hmm. that can either be an ally or an enemy, depending on how we choose to use those tools. It's like taming the beast. It is. It is. Yeah. There was a book I read probably 30 years ago called um, Taming the Gremlin, I think. Oh. And, uh, uh-huh. and, and it's a similar concept, but uh, that's, that's kind of the direction. It is really getting out of our own way, but I think the crux of that is understanding who we really are. Right. And when we understand who we really are, then we understand who we are not. And then we can use those as tools. I'm wondering. I honestly don't know for sure. I got some ideas, but I'm wondering if there's ways to get to that, to that knowing ourselves without going through all of those painful, difficult, (laughs) life-shattering sometimes experiences that a lot of my guests on this show have shared. Yeah. And even you, you're talking about this this point of crisis that you reached. And yeah. you crashed the motorcycle and your number's up and so long and thanks for all the fish and <laughs> we're done, right? Yeah. And then, wait a minute, I'm not dead yet. Yeah. What? Yeah. Right? And I've, I've interviewed other people on my show who go through these, these intense, sometimes very traumatic and at least dramatic life experiences. Yeah. And it teaches them something about themselves. So my question is, can, can we get there without going through all of that? Is there a way to get out of our own way without having to go through the crisis? I don't know. You know, I don't think there is. One of the things, one of the things that I really focus on is attachment. Hmm. And as we grow up, we create an attachment to who we think we are, right? Yeah, I can see that. We have an ego and we have, you know, I was born a white male in the United States, in, you know, this religion, in this political, in, you know, and that's kind yeah. of this ego that we're, that we're grown with. Mm-hmm. Um, we believe that we are our thoughts. We believe that we are our emotions. 
And so we have this foundation. Mm -hmm. And when you realize that a lot of that foundation is sand, you get your world rocked, right? In whatever way that that happens. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, you know, a, a motorcycle accident. But when what you believe is reality all of a sudden is not, right? Yeah. Like our stories. They're made up. Right? Yeah, it's and, our best interpretation yeah. or explanation of what's happened to us so far. Yeah, and so I think it's part, I mean, with the, with the clients that I've coached, mm. I, I, I always tell them, your world will fall apart before it comes together. And if you go into this experience understanding that, that's great. Because you know what? The, the more you know the bitter, the more mm. you can enjoy that sweet. So that contrast, there's nothing wrong with it. The yin and yang. Exactly. And the really cool thing, we've made it through 100% of the difficult times in our lives. Got a 100% track record so far. Can't beat that. How, why would that ever change? Yeah. Well, that's hopeful. That is hopeful. Terrifying <laughs> and hopeful. So maybe we'll get into that in the second part today. Love that. Does that sound good to you? Absolutely. Folks, Randy Scott here with Zen Powerment at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Live On Purpose Radio. We're so glad to have you here. Please come by the website, drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, drpauljenkins.com. On the website, you'll have an opportunity to receive a free download. And while you're there, make sure you click on the social media icons. Come over to Facebook, where we will be posting these episodes as well as our YouTube videos and other content and announcements for you to share. Please like us, comment, subscribe, join the conversation. We're happy to have you with us here at Live On Purpose Radio. Let's all support each other to live on purpose. DrPaulJenkins.com And we're back. Live On Purpose Radio. Randy, this is fun. It is fun. Thank you. Zen Powerment. Wow. It, it really is anchored in that, that philosophy, um, an ancient Taoist philosophy. Mm-hmm. Actually, and there's other cultures and religious traditions that have described the same thing. And it has to do with opposition, mm-hmm. that there has to be this opposition in everything that we experience in life. Yes. So the symbol of the, the yin and the yang... Um, where where these two opposites actually define and create each other. Yes. Um, it seems like a paradox, but before we got into the break, we were talking, I had asked you the question, mm-hmm. is it possible to have that entry into a more enlightened life without the pain, yeah. the crisis, the drama and the trauma? Yeah. And uh, I think your answer in brief was, no, probably not. Well, the contrast is necessity, right? Yes. It's like you cannot have light without darkness. They don't exist separately. So when you think... They define each other. They define each other. And that's the the only way they exist is through that opposition. And I think uh, that's just part of life. Mm -hmm. And I think where we... Where we... Um, cause our own difficulty is by labeling some of these things 
right or wrong, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Because we put an energy around it, right? Uh, everything's made of energy. I love Nikola Tesla, right? Mm-hmm. He says, you know, energy, frequency, vibration. But if you think about it, whenever you label something, for example, mm-hmm. if you label something bad. Bad. What you, if something bad happens to me? You create this resistance. Of course. Right? Because you don't want bad. Yeah. And so you create this resistance. And if you say something good, then you say, oh, yeah, that's what I want. And so you create this attraction. Mm-hmm. And, and when you let go of labels, you let go of judgments, then that additional energy around it isn't there. And then it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it becomes, it becomes something you can embrace. Everyone that you've interviewed, I'm sure, whatever the difficulties they've gone through, mm-hmm. if they could give up that difficulty but also have to give up what they learned from it, they wouldn't. Right. There are always gems in, the, in those difficult times. It's a package deal. It is. To give up the pain means that you have to give up all of the value yeah. of that experience as well. Yep. And it's not worth it. No, not at all. You know where that's most obvious to most people? Is at a funeral. Mm. You know, and some people don't want to go to the funeral. It's like, no, I hate funerals. I love funerals. (laughs) Am I sick? No. Because to me, it's a moment to reflect on and celebrate the joy and the love and the connection and the relationship that you had with that person. Yes. And if you don't feel some pain, you didn't have any of that love. Exactly. Exactly. Randy, how did you feel when my grandmother passed? (laughs) I didn't know her. You cold, unfeeling. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not a cold, unfeeling person. You're actually a very genuine, warm, authentic person. But you didn't know grandma. I didn't have that connection. You didn't get the hugs and the love and the relationship that I got. Yep. I earned that pain. Amen. And to deny that, means that I'm denying all of the love too. Yeah. So that, I think to me, that's the most uh, easily accessible example of what it is that you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And I've spoken at a lot of funerals. One of my favorite quotes um, is, the only way to take the pain out of death or the sorrow out of death is to take the love out of life. Yeah, amen. And it works. Yeah. Just quit loving people. Boy. You know, and then you won't have any pain. <laughs> How sad would that be? <laughs> that would suck. How sad would that be? Uh, right? Yeah, totally. Completely. So that's what you're talking about in terms of opposition. Yeah, opposition, is opposition, and that's the cool thing is when you understand it, mm-hmm. then you can lean into it. Why would you resist Embrace the opportunity? Embrace it, accept it. Yeah, yeah. Instead of the resistance that you're talking about. Absolutely. You know, one of the examples that I give with my clients. So our brain is just a, a tool, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a cute little tool. It wants to protect us. It wants to make us more efficient. But one of the things that it does is it creates confirmation bias. Oh, yeah. Right? It looks for proof. Sure does. So here's what's cool. Looks for and creates. And creates. Evidence. It does. It, mm-hmm. looks, it looks for that proof. So just in a relationship... Mm-hmm. If I if I think that Dr. Paul is a jerk, mm-hmm. okay, I create first of all I create a resistance mm-hmm. because it's division, right? 
And then my little brain says, it, it does anchoring. So it says, okay, he's a jerk. Let's look for proof. Oh, you'll find some. And then that's what the brain <laughs> does. And it just does that. Yeah. Right? And that's yeah. how our programming happens. That's how our story happens is through anchoring confirmation bias. Yes. Now, what if you take the approach that you are my master teacher? Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. So that resistance isn't there because I'm here to learn from you. Right. And so instead of looking for jerkness, I'm looking for where are the lessons? Where are the gems? Right. Where can I learn from my master teacher? Mm. Right? And that's where the growth happens. So when you do the same thing with your difficult times, with your difficult experiences, and say, where is the gift in this? Our brain goes, okay, let's look for it. You take out the resistance. Right. And... You go through that difficult th experience, but you learn so much more. And you'll find and sometimes create the evidence. Exactly. And that's just what the brain does. So why not leverage it to your advantage instead of a disadvantage? You must be some kind of a madman, Randy. <laughs> you're suggesting here we have something to do with creating our own life. Amen. Amen. That's exactly what you're saying, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So one, as we think about, you know, standing in your power. Mm -hmm. So how, what, how do we first of all define our power? So mm -hmm. the way I define it is we have our time and we have our energy. Those are our mm -hmm. resources. We exchange our time and our energy for money when we go to work. We exchange it for relationships. We exchange it for everything. It's the currency it's our of our currency. life. It is, it is our currency. Mm -hmm. The only time that we can spend it is here and now. It's the only time you can do anything. Exactly. I can't spend my time yesterday and I can't spend it tomorrow. I can only spend it here and now. So the question is, are we present? Mm -hmm. Right? Most of the time, 80% of the time, or you know, people say, we're on autopilot. We run, our brain is very efficient. Right? How many times? Right, you got programs. We've got programs, yeah. Mm -hmm. And some of these are great. Some of them are so beneficial. You know, walking upstairs, I don't have to think left foot, right foot. Thankfully, foot. yeah, it's a great program. What an amazing program yeah. you got! How many times do you drive from like work to home, and your mind's someplace else, and you actually get home? It's like, how did I even get there? Yeah, autopilot. It's a fantastic program. Mm -hmm. So for some times, and for some examples, that programming is great. But we also have programming that is disempowering. That it may not serve us well. Exactly. And so learning to be present and say, okay, if a thought comes up, if an emotion comes up, if a program or a trigger comes up, I get to choose. Do I want right. to run it? Do I not? Is it empowering? Is it disempowering? Mm -hmm. And that puts you in the driver's seat. You got some choice in the matter. There is choice. And the, the yeah. larger you can create that space of awareness by being present, mm -hmm. the more power you have to make those choices. You know, Randy, there's some power here as it relates to our mental health. Think about this for a moment. Depression mm -hmm. is almost always about, not the present. It's the past. It's the past. Yep. It's what's happened to me. It's what's led up to this. It's my experiences. It's that wicked, evil person who abused me. Yep. 
anxiety about the future. Amen. Worried about what hasn't even happened. Exactly. What happens when we become present? Peace. It's the path to peace. That's you, peace. You and I, right here, right now, we are just perfect. It's as it should be. Yeah. Here and now. And, and if you're listening to this, your life is too. Think about it. Right now. Yep. You have enough. You are enough. Everything is just as it should be. Everything that you're worried about has not happened. Yep. <laughs> and when it does... If it does... It's still okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Like when you woke up in that MRI. Yeah. In that moment, everything's fine. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, the present is peace. What if you're on your deathbed, Randy? Nobody gets out of this alive. Have you noticed? Well, and that's the cool thing. That's the cool thing. That's, it goes back to contrast. The thing that makes life so precious is we know that we're not getting out alive. There's a predictable exit strategy. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And when you think about that, you know, um, as I studied, especially a lot of Asian, I grew up doing martial arts. Mm. And I love the samurai. Mm -hmm. And the code of the samurai, Bushido, um, you know, one of the things is like, today is a good day to die. And they live each day as if it were their last, mm. you know, with their code, with their principles. And it's like, if I die today, I'm okay. Everything right here is, is great. And if it's my time, it's my time. And living in that moment that intently makes every day so much deeper. I like that quote from Sachs. It goes like this. Death is more universal than life because all men die, but not all men truly live. Amen. So while we're here, while we're now, yeah, let's be present. Be present. This is a beautiful life. It really is. Rich and abundant. And not despite the painful things, because of them. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it goes back to yeah. Job when, you know, in the Bible, when Job says, hey, we can take the good from the God, we can't take the bad. Mm -hmm. It's all part and parcel. It's all part of this great gift that we have. Yeah. <sighs> Feeling very zen at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we've been zen powering. Love that. Here yeah. with this conversation. Randy, how can people find you? Where do they connect with you? You've got a website. I've got a website. It's called myzenpowerment.com. Myzenpowerment.com. Correct. We'll link to that in the, in the blog here Perfect. on the show. Um, my book, I did my first book launch last Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Had a great book launch. Uh, the book is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. So you can also that. by that title, Zen Powerment. Zen Powerment. Yep. Your by path. Randall H. Scott. Exactly. Beautiful. I got a copy right here in front of me. Yep. Um, Ooh, it feels good too. You know what? I've heard that. That's the, and that's what's so cool. As as I was going <laughs> through that, it it represents, um, it represents me well. And, yes, and I it, think it does. It, it felt it felt really good to be able to do that. Oh, that's fun. Um, yeah, and and it's okay. just it's just been a blast. And what's really cool is. 
what I love about this is it's not about me. I had lunch today with a guy and he was saying, he went to my book signing. He's about three quarters of the way through the book. Mm -hmm. And he goes, I was thinking about writing a book. Mm -hmm. But your book is exactly what I would have written. You're, you wrote my book. Yeah. And, and what's cool <laughs> is there is a tribe of people out there that this really resonates with. Absolutely. You know, and that's what's really cool. And as he and I were going through lunch, his focus is very much on the teens. He feels like there's a gap with teens between going to therapy and going to mm -hmm. like a rehab center. Yeah. And he says there's this gap and he's got teens and he's, you know, it's near to his heart. Sure. And so um, he, we had a conversation. Do we create as empowerment for teens that's specific to those issues that they're going through, you know? Yeah. Because it's, it's huge. Well, it lifts a burden. When, when we can be present and experience that peace that you're talking about, yeah. the depression, the anxiety, all yeah. of that becomes somewhere else because yeah. it's not here and it's not now. Yeah. That's a powerful concept. So myzenpowerment.com. Correct. You also speak yep. and share this message from the I, yeah, I, microphone. I, I speak. I love speaking. I love to, to share. I love to empower people. Give them an experience. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Um, okay. I also have something called the Closet Hippie Club. Ah. And what it is, so we're all in the closet somehow, Yeah. right? There's all part of our authenticity that we, that we just keep in the closet. And since I'm a hippie, I called it the Closet Hippie Club. I'm a closet podcaster. Yeah, when you brought Closet Podcaster, I said, we've all got our closet. <laughs> um, but it's, it's an online coaching program that I do. Oh, wonderful. And, and that's the, it's the same type of a thing where, where people can, it's a safe place for people to, to go nice. through, learn these principles. Um, but yeah, I mean... So between the coaching, the website, you've got a blog there, yep, the book, a yep. lot of resources available. Plenty of resources, yep. Facebook. Randy, thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Paul. For being here at Live On Purpose Radio. I appreciate your time. I appreciate this opportunity. This, uh, listeners, if you have felt something or, or realized something as a result of this conversation today, use that as your guide for what's next for you. Um, take those steps to move forward. It's time, everybody. Go live on purpose. Mm -hmm.